This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The X-Zone TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. This is Afterlife researcher Mark Macy at SpiritFaces.com, and I'd like to wish Rob, Laura, and X-Zone Nation listeners from all around the world and beyond a very happy holiday season and a healthy, prosperous, spiritually filled new year. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Girl, he was her boyfriend. 
Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 until 6 on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and our satellite teleport in Stony Creek, Ontario. If you'd like to give us a call, our worldwide toll-free number is now 1-800-610-7035. That is toll-free worldwide at 1-800-610-7035. My email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, you can always chat with us uh, here in our studios. The MSN address is xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com and our website portal, www.xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this first hour of tonight's show is Carol, and we're going to be talking to Carol about her, one of her books, Cosmic Connection, Messages for a Better World. And in Cosmic Connection by Weezer Books that was published uh, this April, Spiritual teacher Carolyn makes a bold departure from her previous books and shares the story of her own growing revelation and the interconnected interplanetary cosmic energy that flows around and through us all that is indeed the stuff that we are made of. Joining me now is Carolyn. And Carolyn, welcome back to the Exxon. Always great having you with us. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here again. Tell me, Carolyn, are more and more people turning to the cosmic connection as not only a way to live, but a a place to look for answers that they can't get anywhere else? I believe so. They may not use the word cosmic connection, Mm -hmm. but for me, the cosmic connection is the connection to the God of our understanding, whether you call it God, the divine, um, spirituality, People have different words, but what we're connecting with is really beyond any words that human beings can come up with. And I think that more and more people are realizing that there is so much information in our world. There are so many Mm -hmm. people to tell us what to do, how to live, how to, you know, think, how to exercise, how to eat. And while all this is very, very helpful to us on a certain level, There's certain things in our lives where we need to go inward. We need to connect with that divine consciousness that we're all part of. And I think many people are beginning to realize that and are starting to seek answers for themselves. Carol, are we finally seeing the resurgence of the knowledge that the ancients were so well aware of that through our own ignorance and through our own... Uh, what's the right word, uh, lack of understanding that we thought we were progressing and were actually we were degra- uh, regressing into a state of not knowing? Well, as I read some of the books about ancient times, that word ignorance is used mm-hmm. quite a bit. And my understanding of living in the ignorance is sort of being very involved with worldly things, being involved with the material world, and not being able to see beyond that. And I think that's how we become ignorant. If we think that 
they're, the only thing that there is is what can be proved by science, what can be understood rationally. Because when we, when we break out of that material rational state, not that that's not very useful. Right. <laughs> it's extremely useful. But it's not good for everything. When we break out of that state and realize that there is a whole realm, a whole cosmic realm that we're part of, then we start to learn a lot more than by limiting ourselves to the material world and rational thinking. Carol, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Please stand by. Carol Lynn is our special guest. Her website is www.carolyncosmicconnection.com. C-A-R-O-L-E-L-Y-N-N-E, CosmicConnection.com. Carolyn and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com.
Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. one 800 7035 is toll-free worldwide. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com and our website portal, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Carolyn is my special guest this hour. We're talking about Carolyn's uh, book, Cosmic Connection, Messages for a Better World, and uh, she is also the author of How to Get a Good Reading from a Psychic Medium, as well as uh, Consult Your Inner Psychic. And she's also the author and composer of Heart and Sound, a book and CD of affirmations, prayers, and chants published by Red Wheel Weezer. And uh, we're always so happy to have Carol with us here in the X-Zone. All right, Carolyn, you and I were talking about the ancients off-air, and I said, boy, it seems that they knew what we forgot, and where does our ignorance start, and where does our ignorance end when it comes to the knowledge that the ancients apparently had? Well, I think apparently is a great word, because, you know, it's it's sort of like remembering grandmother's fried chicken. Mm, exactly. <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> We remember all the wonderful things Grandma made, and but we maybe forget the heartburn <laughs> or other things, or the few pounds we put on. We can look back at ancient times and feel like the ancients had all the answers. And I think the good answers that they had survived. Right. I mean, these are the writings that have come forward in some of the, the most ancient writings, the Rig Veda. I mean, there are a lot of writings from India that are just incredible if you start working with them. Mm-hmm. And so there, the, many of their, their good ideas and revelations and inspirations survived. And we were talking before about the fact that they talk a great deal about living in the ignorance and that we need to break out of that. Well, the ignorance that we are trying to break out of today is the same ignorance they were trying to break out of before. It's a mindset. Hmm. But when we look at the, let's take the Mayan, for example, they're, they're up front of the news, the end of the Mayan calendar, and then you've got the other people who are jumping on board and saying, it's the apocalypse, doomsday, the return of Planet X, the pl- return of Nibiru. And, and you, you say, well, wait a sec, hold on here. What the hell are these people talking about? Now, how could they, 
how could they assume all this? And why would we as a society here in the year 2009 really consider taking them seriously? Well, now we're talking about the Mayan calendar, which I think we have to separate from what we were talking about before, which are some of the ancient texts of India. Um, I, I heard somebody tell me an interesting story about the end of the Mayan calendar the other day, which I repeated to my grandson, and, and he liked it quite a lot. The story goes like this. There is a teenager living in Mayan t- times, and he says to his mother, Look, Ma, I'm really sick and tired of making these calendars. We've been making these Mayan calendars for years, and they just don't sell. So this is the last one I'm making, and thus the end of the Mayan calendar. We don't know why this was the last calendar. But the ancient writings, let's go back to the the other um, ancients around the world. Why do we take them so seriously? Because there are people in today's society who have who have tossed everything away and are going back to the ancient ways because they truly believe that they had the answer and that the answer is applied to today. Why do some people do that? Well, it's hard to speak for some people. Um, when I When I think about that, I think that when I do that, I can. it's easier for me to speak for myself. Okay. Uh, when I do that and go back to some of these ancient texts, it's because I feel barraged by what feel to me like a lot of books being currently published that have all these buzzwords and different kinds of lingo that doesn't reach me on a deep spiritual level. And so I start to go back to some of these ancient texts, and I find a deeper meaning. Now, this is just a very personal thing. Um, it isn't that I think that they had all the answers. Those answers are just as available to us mm-hmm. right this minute if we will turn inward and make that cosmic connection to the God of our understanding. That's all they were doing. Very simple. And we can do the same thing right now. So who is our God of understanding, then? Well, I'd have to say, who is your God of understanding? Who is my God of understanding? I mean, we all understand God in a different way. This is a personal interpretation. But it, could, people, it be, could it be that God is just a manifestation of our own ego because we cannot cope with failure and or success at the same time, where if we put it in the hands of a deity, if something goes wrong, we blame the deity. If something goes right, we thank the deity instead of taking the responsibility on of ourselves. Well, I don't think God is a manifestation just of our own ego. I, I might have thought that until I realized I was a psychic medium and started communicating with spirits. And the experiences that I've had over many years now mm-hmm. with that work has convinced me that there is a God and that there, there is a part of our consciousness that continues after we shed our physical bodies. So I do believe there is something beyond. But I also believe that we need to take responsibility for things now, because I don't think at least the God of my understanding does not have total control and power over the planet Earth. We are creating our reality on this planet, 
And our actions have a great deal to do with how we're going to evolve and whether the Earth will continue forever. So we're looking at cause and effect. Yes, absolutely. But, of course, not everybody believes that. In some people's God of their understanding, they believe that um, that God is the kind of a power that can save the Earth or destroy the Earth, that, you know, what we do really doesn't mm-hmm. matter because it's all in God's power. Well, I believe within the God of my understanding, you and I and everybody else in this world is part of that God. I like that way of thinking. And so we, we do have to be responsible for our own personal lives and hopefully for our world. And that's part of the reason for my writing Cosmic Connection messages for a better world, because it's my hope that as people read this book, they will become inspired to not necessarily connect in the same way I do, because I think each person is very unique, but they will be inspired to work with their own connection to the divine, and that is going to inspire them to live a better life and make better choices for the world. So how do we get people to look at the possibility that the way that they see the divine may not be the actual way the divine should be seen. How do we open the door of possibilities for those who have closed minds? Oh, boy, that is the Mm. biggest topic. (laughs) I figured if anybody could help me understand that, you could. (laughs) That's the biggest, that is the biggest question. You know, I lecture a lot in spiritualist churches, Mm -hmm. and there's one lecture that I give on tolerance, and I talk a lot about different world religions and their beliefs, and there are some world religions, and I really don't want to get into naming world religions in this statement I'm going to make, but there are some world religions that believe that the way they see it is the only way and that they are right and everybody else who doesn't see it the way they see it, um, they're either going to go to hell or they're, you know, nothing good can come. Do you want to know what I discovered years ago? And I'm sorry for interrupting you. Hell is here on earth. Hell is here on earth. Yeah. (laughs) We're living in hell. And we make our own heaven and we make our own hell. And this is what I was saying before. Why do people say, God, why did you you do this to me? But, you you know, what you're doing is, is you're just passing the buck at that point. Well, but the point is, the people who believe that the, the way they see God is the only way to mm-hmm. see God are not going to be tolerant of someone like me. Or me. Because they can't. Mm-hmm. Within their theology, they don't have room for that kind of tolerance. Within my theology or way of looking at things, I can. So I have to be tolerant whether they are or not. That's what it comes down to. And you hope that if enough people are tolerant of different ways of thinking, that maybe the energy of that love will start to bring people of different beliefs closer together. I believe that if people looked at the big picture, that we're more than just biological units, that there's much more to us than we presently understand, and that we are connected in a universal unified field to other um, biological units, 
not only on this planet but elsewhere, we would be able to open up the scope of understanding, the open up the scope of our own reality to get us to the next plateau in this planet's evolution. And by keeping the mindset so constrained and narrow, we're defeating our own cause. Well, that's true. And as we were saying a little bit earlier in this show, we have to get beyond the ego. Mm -hmm. Because our ego can so easily say to us, we are the only kind of being in the universe. And it's interesting because when we look for life on other planets, we're always looking for something that's like us. Exactly. We're looking for a carbon-based unit. And like I've asked Seth Shostak and other members of SETI, what happens if the other life forms on other planets are, let's say, quartz-based instead of carbon-based? We're not, we're not looking with opened eyes. That's right. I mean, they, other forms of life might look like dust to mm -hmm. us, <laughs> or it might look like something we can't even see or with our human eyes. I mean, who are we to say that we're the only life form? It's just preposterous. Once again, it shows how naive we are. Stand by, Carol Lynn. You and I have to take a commercial break. Thank you very much for joining us tonight here on the Exxon. Carol Lynn is my special guest, Exxon Nation, C-A-R-O-L-E-L-Y-N-N-E, CosmicConnection.com. That's Carol Lynn, CosmicConnection.com. And Carol Lynn and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues. We're right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.
With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Jason Gray Wolf Lee with JasonLee.org, J-A-S-O-N-L-E-I-G-H, with Workhorse Research. And I would like to wish Rob, Laura, and the entire worldwide listeners of the Exxon Nation a very happy Christmas and a spiritually filled New Year. Happy holidays, and let's make planet Earth war-free. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. Carol Lynn is my special guest. Her website is www.carolynncosmicconnection.com. That's C-A-R-O-L-E-L-Y-N-N, cosmicconnection.com. And uh, if you'd like to give us a call, toll-free throughout the world on our toll-free cell, our toll-free line, whether it's cell or landline, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradio.com. 
TV.com on MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com and our website portal, www.exxonradiotv.com. Carol, you and I are discussing uh, your book, Cosmic Connection, Messages for a Better World. And here you are, you're one of the most noted psychics. You use your psychic intuition on a, I would imagine, an hourly basis helping people. You give lectures. You you try your very best to to give a wake-up call, and yet you're very respectful of that if those don't want to listen to your message. Okay, but you're open to, to all sides of the story. What do you think the biggest roadblock is? Why is there that wall, and who put that wall between possibility and stubbornness? <laughs> I love your questions. Great, great questions. Well, from my point of view, a lot has to do with the culture we're raised in, mm-hmm. what our parents tell us to believe, and how much trouble we get into if we don't believe what our parents tell us and what the culture tells us that we're part of. For me, it's easy. I was raised in a family that taught me to look at all points of view, Mm -hmm. to consider that, um, you know, I can remember my dad saying to me, if you talk to a lawyer, if you talk to a doctor, these are just people that, you know, went to law school or medical school. They don't know everything. Right. Always taught to question everything. But then my father was, you know, in radio and in the news business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what you did in that business. So it was easy for me. But it's not so easy for somebody who is, is raised that if they veer the slightest bit from what the family religion is or family way of thinking, that they will practically be... Um, excommunicated. You know, excommunicated from the family, if not yeah. killed. <laughs> now, I don't know that if I were raised in a different kind of family, you know, I might not be talking to you in the way I'm talking to you today. So it isn't for me to be judgmental about people who come from a different viewpoint because I didn't grow up like they did. Yeah. How fortunate I feel, to be honest with you. You see, I, when, I, when I was growing up, my mom told me once, if it's good enough to think, it's good enough to say. And she regretted telling me that for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm a very inquisitive person. I like asking questions. I like challenging people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, know, you and I have been on the show enough times to know that I, I don't stick to the norm. I like to ask questions outside of the box because I believe by asking questions outside of the box, we can actually get to some real answers. I agree. We can get to some new answers, some fresh answers, different ways of looking at things. If we just um, kind of go by the lingo, even Mm -hmm. our current lingo, and we have to keep taking everything apart and looking at it again. Because once we get stuck in any way of looking at things, now we've got a bunch of words, we've got a bunch of you know, um, titles and Mm -hmm. categories and this or that, we're stuck. What do you think so some each, of the words... So each time we create a new way of thinking, it's great for a while. And then we need to break out of that and see what's next. What do you think some of the worst words in today's lingo are? Some of those catchwords that just make you cringe. Well, I'm not sure because, you know, one of the, one of the ones that comes to my mind is empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, yet empowerment 
when everybody first started saying empowerment, which I think for me was in the 60s, 70s era, it was a very, very important word, and it changed my life as part of the, the early days of feminism, which, which I was very much part of. Um, now, for some reason, everybody's saying empowerment. What we get is we, we get some great teacher who comes through the teaching, and then we get hundreds and hundreds of other people who sort of glom on to that great teacher's words and create, you know, books and shows and everything, but they don't have the real knowledge that the original teacher had. They just have the marketing skills. That's right. They've got great marketing skills, and there isn't a depth to it. I understand why some of the real teachers ultimately just go hide in the hills, you know, (laughs) and you can only get secret invitations to study with them because they're sick of it. I was asking a guest last night, I said, um, you know, do you have any idea what the first words out of Christ's uh, mouth would be upon his return during the second coming? And and they said no. And I said, it's very simple. He's going to put his hands on his face and say, oy vey. I think the perceptions of those who started, whether it's, Christianity or whether it's the New Age movement as like you had said that that started in the 60s and 70s has has broken away into a way to a a marketing uh, mecca for those who have the ability to mass market to them to the masses the message has been lost for example uh, I'm sorry and I hope I don't ruin anybody's perception of what I'm going to say is but the the secret concept that is as old as the hills. It's nothing new. Well, and, and I may ruin it, too, because um, when I saw The Secret, mm-hmm. I cried. It was so beautifully done. I had this, you know, real emotional reaction to it. I was really gripped into it. And then 15 minutes later, I said to myself, wait a minute. I was just really taken in. Yeah. Because there was nothing in the secret for me that spoke of social consciousness at all. It was totally me, me, me. What can I get? Mm-hmm. You know, can I get this diamond ring? Now, I don't blame the authors, because all of the authors that were featured in that were taken out of context. And we all know what can happen in the editing room. Sure. So the way it was put together is, is, is what I have issue with. It could have been a vehicle that could have created such incredible social consciousness. And I think that's one of the problems we have with our whole spirituality movement, is that, that people just get into themselves. It's all about their spiritual experiences, how their life is going to improve. And they can't see beyond their own noses. And that's what happened for me ultimately with The Secret, which is why I don't particularly recommend it. You know, there are the old sayings as well as you uh, you sow what you reap or you reap what you sow or uh, how about this one? If you confess it, you will possess it. Like the secret is nothing new. No, it isn't anything new. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm still waiting for that new car to appear in my driveway. And, uh, you know, yeah. I've got the, you know, nothing and comes. One of the points, I, I'm going to interrupt here. Sure. <laughs> 
if you don't mind. One of the, because I, I just burning with this idea here. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons I wrote Cosmic Connection was to get away from the idea of Bud's words and to stress the idea of each person's own personal and unique connection with the divine. Because now we're we're going beyond words. We're, we're letting each person grow internally. We're not trying to push everybody into a particular lingo, into a particular viewpoint. What we're, what we're trying to get people to do is be inspired to develop their own unique connection. And that, will nev- and that connection will keep changing. It'll never be stale. It'll never be a lingo. You know, it, it, may, it may not lead you to a place where you have the greatest thing to market, but... <laughs> I don't think marketing is the most important thing in life. Oh, to thine own self be true. Oops, there's another one. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying, and, and I agree wholeheartedly. But let's go back a little bit in time, and here we go back into the, into the biblical times, where we're looked at, the human species, or the people who believe in Christianity, are looked at as sheep. Because those who wrote those words so many years ago realized that hey we will follow if the leader is strong and even to today in today's society people are looking for gurus people are looking for yogis people are looking for the people with the buzzwords because 95 percent of the people are weak and they want to be followers they don't want to be leaders well, it's not my style of teaching. In, in my teaching, I'm really trying to guide mm-hmm. people away from me being their guru or even their teacher, but their facilitator. You see, I, I, I understand that, and I appreciate what you do for that reason. You want to teach. You don't want to lead. And I think this is what the world needs more of, are teachers and less leaders. I want, to, I want to facilitate them and inspire them to make their own connection and, and come up with their own values and teachings, even if they end mm-hmm. up disagreeing with me. Disagreeing is good because there, it comes... Yeah, uh, there's, there, there's, a great, there's a great piece that, that I love in Cosmic Connection called The Teacher. And it's something I channeled years and years ago. And the, the point of the whole thing is that the best teachers inspire people to to want to learn and to have their own ideas. And sometimes when the when the student comes to the teacher and says, "You know, I heartily disagree with what you've said, but I believe in this." Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are now believing in something and they're inspired and they go their way, they may even go to another teacher, but you've done your job. Because you've got them inspired and motivated and finding their own way. And that, to me, is the best teaching. And that's what this piece talks about that comes from spirit. What was your inspiration for writing Cosmic Connection, Carolyn? Well, I had started channeling back in 1987. And I very purposely didn't read a lot of books that had been channeled and a lot of the, I mean, there were a lot of things I wasn't allowed to read for years because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be influenced by anything I read. You know, I didn't want to feel that my own channeling, that I was just spouting out something I'd read in someone else's book. So I channeled and channeled and channeled, and I had stacks and stacks 
of tapes and transcripts of sessions and beautiful stories and very poetic pieces came. And my whole life transformed because of this. And in the process of all this, I started seeing spirits who had lived once in physical bodies. And you know, all of this was, was a journey. Um, I came to a point where my publisher talked me into sharing my own story. I guess I had, in my other books, you know, I had instructed, I had taught people about things, but I had never written my own story. And I was kind of shy about doing it. I had to be talked into it. How do you feel about it now? I'm very happy. (laughs) I really am. I mean, it was a little scary when it was first published because it's a highly personal book, but it's just, it's, it's a whole new teaching vehicle for me because if I do workshops and I have people read the book before or we read parts of it, there's, it, it opens a whole dialogue with me, with people. So for me, my books are really teaching vehicles. It seems to be working. How many courses and classes do you conduct over a year? And how many people's hearts do you touch? There's a better question. Um, I don't really know. Um, I don't teach a whole lot of workshops. I'm in the process of wanting to do more things online Mm -hmm. because, you know, it becomes kind of difficult to just travel around and it becomes very expensive. And my clientele that I do readings for is worldwide. Some of them come to see me personally, but I do, do a lot of readings on the telephone. So I I have this sense of being connected worldwide as a medium, but not as a teacher. So I'm looking for ways to to teach and um, have communication with people either through a chat room or on a radio show or, you know, this type of thing so that I can reach more people. All right, you and I have to take our final break, Carolyn. Please stand by. Exonation. Carolyn is our special guest. Her website, www.carolyn.com, C-A-R-O-L-E-L-Y-N-N-E.com. And Carolyn and I will be back on the other side of this uh, commercial break. She's the author of Cosmic Connection, Messages for a Better World. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is The Exxon, and we're coming to you live and around the world from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market even if it means experimenting on children. 
Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. Nita Hitchcock is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. December's end, two neighbors called on an old friend. And they found his shop so meager and lean, made gay with a thousand bows of green. And Conrad was sitting with faces shine when he suddenly stopped as he stitched a twine. And he said, Oh, friends, at dawn today, when the cock was crowing the night away, the Lord appeared in a dream to me and said, I'm coming your guest to be. So I've been busy with feet of stir and strewing my shop with branches of fir. The table is spread and the kettle is shine, and over the rafters the holly is twined. Now I'll wait for my Lord to appear and listen closely so I will hear his step as he nears my humble place. And I open the door and look on his face. So his friends went home and left Conrad alone. For this was the happiest day he had known. 
Welcome back, everyone. That's Dolly Parton, the Christmas guest. A great song, and uh, we'll play it in its entirety in another show. Carol Lynn is our special guest, www.carolynn.com, C-A-R-O-L-E-L-Y-N-N-E.com. And first of all, Carolyn, I'd like to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and nothing but the best of everything in the year 2010. Speaking about 2010, what are some of the predictions you have for 2010? Well, I think it's going to be a year of great introspection for people. I just think that we've 2009 has not been the easiest year mm, for people. We've had the, what's been called the financial meltdown. Uh, we've had some storms. We've had a lot of problems in our world. And I sense that people are going to really be thinking, well, you know, what can I do? How can mm-hmm. I get involved in our world to solve some of these problems? Now, maybe that's my hope. Maybe it's my prediction. I'm not sure. Well, whatever it is, I, I, you know, like the world, I believe, is at a point where people are going to start sitting up and noticing and really want to take part in turning the turning the lemon into lemonade, so to speak. Yes. And I think that come 20, 2012, it'll be the rebirth of a spirituality and the rebirth of a connection that mankind has not seen for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. I don't believe it's going to be a bad time. I don't believe it's going to be the, the end of the world. I think it's going to be the start of a great new era. Actually, I have a new page on my, my main website, which is carollynn.com, uh, and this page is called 2013. <laughs> there you go. Now that says it right there. You might want to take a look at that. I will. Carol, as always, great talking to you. Tell our listeners how they can get copies of your books. You can go to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or my website, www.carolyn.com, or carolyncosmicconnection.com, or to your local bookstore. Not all bookstores are carrying it, so call ahead and order it. That's their loss now, isn't it? Now, tell me, any more new books coming out for the year 2010? Uh, No, I'm not writing anything right now. I'm just really working on reaching people with Cosmic Connection and another one of my books, Consult Your Inner Psychic. So uh, Cosmic Connection was a big book to write, so I'm taking a little rest, Rob. Carolyn, thanks very much for joining us again. To you and yours, a very Merry Christmas and one heck of a happy Happy New Year to you. You and I will be, uh, Exxon Nation will be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past as we continue right here in the Exxon live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the all new Exxon Broadcast Network. We'll be back. Don't go away. <laughs> 